Thanks for checking out Church on the Rock's message this week. We would love to help you take your next step in knowing God better. The best way to do that is visit cotr.org slash next steps. Or if you're not near our physical campus, visit our online community at cotr.org slash online. Enjoy the message and know that God is for you. Come on, repeat after me. This is my Bible. I am what it says that I am. I can do what it says that I can do. I can have what it says that I can have. Today I will be taught the uncompromised word of God. My mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will not live the same as I came. In Jesus' name, and every time I come to church on the rock, my heart and my faith get stronger and stronger. Amen. Come on, give it all for God. Yes. So we're going to be talking today on don't limit God. How about if you say to a person right next to you, don't limit God. Do you know that we... As their creation have the power to limit our creator? Have you thought that for a second? Let it, let it sink in a little bit. We, their creation, have the power to limit the creator. Isn't that powerful? But, but I want to go a little bit further. You know when somebody wants to bless you, when somebody wants to give you something that you want, something that you expect you will do everything to get that person please am i right i will do it but you know what's the problem the problem sometimes we don't know that we have the power to limit god and a lot of us we're walking and we're living our life believing that everything that happens to us is god's purpose that everything that is happening is because it's just my life it's the way that it is. And we fail to take responsibility for our actions, for our attitudes. And we live our lives not knowing that we have the power to limit God. So the big idea of this message, what we want to learn today is that complaining will limit what God can do in my life. Complaining will limit what God can do in my life. You know, I truly believe that if you're here today, you are for any of these three reasons. Number one, maybe somebody invited you to be here. Do I, do I have somebody that was invited today? Amen. You're here. Or, or, or Metaverse, you're here. Okay. Or, or maybe you're faithful. You come every Wednesday. You come every weekend because you know this is the friendliest and best church in town. Amen. Or maybe... You were just having a hard day and you needed to recharge. Maybe tomorrow is a big day for you. You have a big meeting. Maybe something big is happening this week and you needed a word from God. If that's you, I just want to congratulate you because if you have that expectation, God is going to talk to your life today. Amen. Amen. You know what? God is not looking for spectators. He's looking for participators. And we are excited about everything that is going to happen today. But we don't want to limit God. We don't want to live our lives limiting 
our creator. I want to take you to a scripture, Psalm 78, verse 40 to 42. And, and it's funny because when I read this scripture, I can imagine Moses. You know, Moses was the leader of the people of Israel. And, and here we have, and we're going to read it, how the people of Israel were provoking God. How the people of Israel were limiting God with their actions, with their attitudes. And I imagine Moses thinking and seeing and maybe hearing some of that people saying stuff that wasn't good. You know, we, we don't do that, right? And, 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 and I imagine Moses like, they don't remember where they were a year ago. Probably a couple days ago. You know, sometimes we forget how good God has been to us. Sometimes we forget how God has given us the victory. And we get to, to a state of living that we want more from God, but we don't want to give to God. We want just to receive, but we don't want to give. And the only thing that God wants for us is to give some attention to him. But, but look at this, look at this, look at this. How often they provoke him in the wilderness and grieve him in the desert. Next verse. Yes, again and again they tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. So notice that the people of Israel were limiting God with their actions and what, what they were saying in the wilderness. You know, sometimes it's so easy when we are in a situation, a problem, to complain that to declare what God has declared already over our life. The, the culture that we're living today is teaching us that our first response should be complain instead of declaring our confessions, instead of declaring that God is for us, instead of declaring what God already said that we are. And we start living our lives in, in a circle of, of grumbling, of complaining, of having a victim mentality. Here in Church on the Rock, we're not victims. We are. Amen. We are not victims. We are. Amen. Look at this, what it says on Hebrews 3, verse 18 and 19. And to whom was God speaking when he took an oath that they will never enter his rest? Wasn't it to the people who disobey him? Next verse. So we see that because of their unbelief, they were not able to enter his rest. You know, my, my grandfather, Tolo, um, he's, he's already graduated to heaven. But I remember that my grandfather, he was the peaceful of the family. He was the one that always had a smile on his face. My grandmother, she was a little bit more... Um, you know, she had the belt over his neck. You know, she was the one giving us the look. You, you understand what I'm going through, right? So, so there's one day, the one specific day, you know, me and my cousins, we were being kids. We were playing, you know, having fun. And I remember how my grandfather, I still remember that, how my grandfather, he just got so mad, specifically with me, because <laughs> I was not obeying him. And, and, and I still remember that. I still remember his smile. And he was, you know, always peaceful. But I still remember that day. I still remember that day that I disobeyed him. You know, our actions create a reaction. 
Sometimes we think that everything that we do on our day will not have an effect. Sometimes we think that our words, our actions will not have an effect with, with your relationship with God. And sometimes when a trial, when something happens to us, we don't know how to react. But we don't think what were our actions before that. We need to start taking a little bit more responsibility. We need to start looking on ourselves. We need to start positioning ourselves in a place that God can give us what he already promised. We need to evaluate ourselves. How do we know? What does the word say? What does the word say? We need to take time to know God's character. We need to take time to know what God likes. We need to take time to know what pleased God. So we can repeat that. So we can make it a habit. So we can make it part of our daily life. Amen? Are you with me? You know, I remember one time, me and my cousin, we, we wanted to go to the beach real bad. And, and I'm, I'm from Puerto Rico. And, 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 and that's like normal, you know. And I remember that that specific day, my mom and, my, and, and some other members of our family tell us, you shouldn't go there. Okay? But, you know, we were being kids. You know, we were, I, I had my license of driving already. And, you know, um, I took my own decisions, you know. I, I wanted to prove that I, I know. Yeah, you're saying that, but I know what, that I can do it. So I remember that we're having fun. We're with some friends. And all of a sudden, we're on the water. And my, my, my cousin, he's in front of me. And I remember that all of a sudden, I don't know where. We're having fun. Everything is good. I don't know where a lot of waves started coming. I don't know where he was starting to scream. I thought he was joking at the beginning. He started drowning. And all of a sudden, I remember looking at his eyes, and I started to see a, a face of desperation. And all of a sudden, he started saying, don't let me die here. I start, the only thing that I can do, I was like, okay, if I step a little bit forward, I can, you know, I can, I can lose the, 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 the foundation where I was standing. And I remember that I started praying. I, I, I couldn't do anything else. And all of a sudden, I started to remember the words of my mom, of my family saying, I shouldn't be here. I remember that I, I put my hand and I started grabbing him and he was literally crying and he was scared. And, and, and praise God, I, I, we were able to save him. But when we disobey God in the little things, when we disobey our father, we're putting ourselves in a position to face something that we don't want to face. And, and, and sometimes we think that disobeying is something that, well, that's something simple. And we think that, that complaining and we think that by just reacting a certain way, by allowing some stuff to come into our life, oh, okay, God is bad, God, God is healed, it's, it's not going to happen, nothing's going to happen. But when we put ourselves in that position, we're opening the door to the enemy. We're opening, the, we're giving the enemy an edge. We're positioning ourselves of being vulnerable. So today, I just want to remind you. Don't put yourself in a position to limit what God can do in your life. Don't limit God. Come on, say to the person right next to you, don't limit God. Pastor says, the voice of unbelief is complaining. The voice of unbelief is complaining. When we complain, we remain. When we complain, we remain. 1 Corinthians 10, 
verse 1 to 5. Look at this. Look at this. I don't want you to forget, dear brothers and sisters, about the ancestors in the wilderness long ago. All of them were guided by a cloud that moved ahead of them. And all of them walked through the sea in dry ground. In the cloud, in the sea, all of them were baptized as followers of Moses. All of them ate the same spiritual food. Look that God was blessing them in the middle of the wilderness. God was still giving them what they will need at that time. God is going to give you what you need at this time. God is going to bless you right there where you are right now. We just need to be faithful where we are. Next verse. And all of them drank the same spiritual water. For they drank from the spiritual rock that traveled with them. And that rock was Christ. Next verse. Yet God was not pleased with most of them. Notice that the majority you know, always have what's the truth. <laughs> it's so easy to go to social media to find the truth. It's so easy to go to whoever the best speaker right now is to see what he's thinking. It's so easy to, to just look that to, for us to look and experiment. We have been taught that it's better to go to the easy way than to go to our knees to look for answers. Don't forget. Let's go to Corinthians 10, 9, 9 and 10. I love this scripture. We should not tempt the Lord. Try his patience. Become a trial to him. Critically appraise him. And explore his goodness. You know, sometimes we want to see how far we can get with God. Sometimes we're playing with fire and we say, okay, I can, I can go a little bit closer. I, I can't allow this to get into my life. You, you know, I, no, no, God is not going to get mad with me. Because that's what other people are saying. I, I can start opening the door to, to that, that, that I shouldn't be looking. I, I, I can open the door to that conversation. To criticize. To complain. To go to a place that I know that I shouldn't go. And we start trying to see how far we can get. You know what's the mistake that we're making? And, and, and we're not here to criticize. We, we want to help here in Church on the Rock. We're lifelong learners, right? God is always leading us forward, amen? But we want to create the God that fits our life. We want to create characteristics of God that fits our needs. And, and, and we try His patience. And we start to test God and we start opening the door to the enemy because we want to have the God that we think work for us. And we forget what does the word say. And we don't see what God's character is. We cannot change God. We need to change ourselves. We need to evaluate ourselves. Say to the person right next to you, don't limit God. Again, don't limit God. Philippians 2.14. Do all things without grumbling. And, can you guys read it? And, against God. And, 
questioning and doubting among yourself. It's so easy to get in a conversation that we don't have to be. It's so easy to just, and Pastor was teaching us a couple of months ago, the power of the tongue. The power that we have with our, with our mouth, with what we're saying, with every word. Sometimes we limit God and we are not, we are not, you know, knowing it because we are so used to it. So today I just want you to identify. I, I, I just want you to identify those areas that we need to change so we can experience what God has for us. Because God has a purpose for you. God's had a future for you. Don't think that you are, are, are that your that your best days are behind you. God has a future and a hope for you. Do you believe it? Do all things, not some things, not what we want. All things, all things. I really like this quote. The pessimist complains about the wind. The optimist expects it to change. The leader adjusts the sails. Are we taking responsibility? Are we adjusting ourselves? Are we looking inside of us, what do I need to change God? Please reveal me. Please show me. How can I position myself to experience what you want for me, for my family, for my marriage, for my kids? So let's recap what we have learned on these scriptures. What happens when I complain? Number one. I limit what God can do in my life. I limit what God can do in my life. What happens when I complain, number two, I lose the victory. What happens when I complain, I lose the victory. Number three, I open the door to the destroyer. What happens when I complain, number three? It opens the door to the destroyer. Number four, it robs me of the best of God. It robs me of the best of God. What happens when I complain? Number five, God is displeased and I lose his favor. I don't know about you, but I don't want to lose God's favor in my life. We cannot do anything without God. You know, we're so used to have control of everything. We're so used to control everything that when we lose control about something, we don't know how to react and we get frustrated because we cannot control it. But the thing is that God doesn't want us to control it. He just wants us to have faith, to believe that He is in control. He wants us to have faith. To put everything in his hands. So we can keep walking forward. Don't try to control everything. Give everything to God so he can control it. Never waste a second of your life complaining. Complaining doesn't solve problems. It attracts them. The more you complain, the more problems you will have. 
and the more you will infect others with your problems. Don't be an infection. Be a cure. Don't be an infection. Be a cure. As the thing comes out, The question that we should be asking right now, I don't want to complain, God, right? So what steps I need to take right now, today, so I can overcome complaint? So I can position myself in a place that I can experience what God has for me. Number one, by remembering what God has done for me. By remembering what God has done for me. You know, I, I remember that one time when I was way younger, I had the opportunity for my first time to, to play drums with the youth ministry of my church. For me, that was the biggest thing. I was a kid, I grew up looking at them, and for me that was like, wow. That, that, that was the place, you know. And I remember that um, on that first rehearsal, when I got there, um, it was so bad. <laughs> like, like I, 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 it, it was bad, like bad. And I, and I can still see and remember, and, and I say see because it's still on my mind. Like, I see people, like, talking about me. You know, you can identify when somebody's talking about you and you know it. So, and, and I was young. And I was young, and, and my passion was to play drums. And I wanted to be there. And I remember that I, I didn't, let's say like this, I didn't got the job, okay? So they look for somebody else to play. And, and for me, that was like, man, I, I, I thought I was ready for this. I thought I was ready to be at this place because I wanted it. And I remember that that experience stuck with me. I remember I got to my house and, and I started talking to my grandmother. And we give thanks for grandmothers, right? And I remember I shared with her everything that has happened. And she just told me, this is not the end. Come on, just keep practicing. Keep it going. And fast forward, rest God. I, I played drums and everything was fine. And I played on a lot of Jew camps and everything. But what I want to say today, don't let a bad experience become a life experience. Because really easy... I, it was easy for me to remember that bad experience. And it was easy for me to live the rest of my life thinking of that. And not going to college to study drums. Not taking the risk to audition again. To play drums again. But I didn't let that bad experience become a life experience. Because I remember. I remember. Those words that my grandmother was saying. And I knew it wasn't my grandmother. That was God. I remember that promise. So remember how God has provided. Remember how God has healed you. Remember everything that God has done for you. If, if I see right, everybody has clothes over here, right? God has provided for us. If I see right, everybody has shoes here. God has been good. Don't forget the little things. Number two, how do I overcome complaint?
by giving thanks to God. Psalms 92 verse 1. It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High. Let's give thanks to God for everything that He has done for us. Don't forget the little things that He has done. Number three, how do I overcome complaint? By focusing on God's future for my life. By focusing on God's future for my life. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know. For I know the plans I have for you. Church. Are you seeing that? For I know the plans that I have for you. You know, we cannot declare what we don't know. We cannot declare the promise that we don't know. We need to get to the word so we can claim what God already has said over our life. We have a hope. We have a future. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. There are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope to give you future and a hope say to the person right next to you don't limit God God wants to give you hope in the future but it's on us it's on me I need to evaluate myself I need to remember I need to give thanks to God and I need to focus on the future. What is your next step in your faith? Well, here at Church on the Rock, we would love to help you. Maybe it's to learn more about discovering what it means to belong to a church family, being part of a small group, or using your God-given gifts to serve others. Head over to cotr.org slash next steps where you can find out more to all of these. Or if you're a part of our online community, visit us at cotr.org slash online. Have a great week and don't forget that God is for you.